The difference is that now I am not humiliated by my own humiliation, nor am I inflated by the reports from my own self-congratulation society. God has honestly taught me to smile and say, What can you expect from little Richard? Not out of disgust or shame anymore, but only out of liberating and healing self-knowledge. Now I have little to prove and little to protect, and the wisdom of the Enneagram has been a major part of my journey toward inner freedom. It led me to writing books on the true self, giving talks on growth and change, and specializing in shadow work first in myself, but then in church, culture, and history. My gift became my curse, and yet it is still my greatest gift, and it seems that I cannot have one without the other. One knows oneself only at the price of one's innocence. Chris Hewitts, my dear friend and confidant, has gone on his own similar journey, and I am most happy to recommend this excellent book and the Enneagram to you. You will find here some excellent content, many new insights, and the compassion that genuine spirituality always provides, which I know Chris lives personally and now hands on to you. You will not be the same after you read this book. You will surely be happier. We do not need any more troubled guests on this dark earth. Richard Rohr, OFM, Center for Action and Contemplation. Part 1. What is the Enneagram? 1. The Question of Identity. Exploring who we are, how we got lost, and how we might find our way back home to our true identity. For the last decade, I've been meeting with Father Larry Gillick for spiritual direction. He is one of the most perceptive people I've known. He's a scrappy old Irish-American Jesuit priest, and sometimes as I'm leaving his office on Creighton University's campus, he'll affectionately say, Sometimes you just need a good butt-kicking. He once told me the story of a visit he made to a local Catholic elementary school. After sharing with a group of the students, a young girl, probably third or fourth grade, approached him and struck up a conversation. A few moments into their discussion, a look of pure astonishment flashed in the student's eyes. Suddenly she blurted out, You're blind! Which is true. Due to a sickness, he lost his sight when he was just a small child. With genuine tenderness, Father Gillick responded, That's not news to me. But before he could say anything else, she quickly moved from shock to sadness, replying, You don't know what you look like. That profound statement from such a young person caught Father Gillick off guard, and before he could comment, she softly said, You're beautiful. I'm deeply moved every time I think about that little exchange. It's a very human story, in which many of us can find our own story tucked inside. When it comes to recognizing the truth of our own identities, most of us experience a symbolic version of blindness that keeps us from seeing ourselves for who we really are. We live unawakened lives, marked by self-perpetuating lies about who we think we are or how we wish to be seen. Tragically, we don't know who we are or what we look like, and often it takes an unlikely other 
to remind us what's true. You're beautiful. Each and every one of us is beautiful. Each and every one of us is beloved by God. From this starting point, we can begin an honest interrogation of the depths of our identity, of who we really are. When we accept our inherent beauty, we find the courage to examine what makes us beautiful, to honestly encounter both the good and the bad, the shadow and the light. More than anything I've encountered, the Enneagram helps us to do just that. It exposes the lies we tell ourselves about our identities. It helps us realize there's much to learn about who we can become. It illuminates what's good and true and beautiful about each of us. Identity and Dignity More and more, I'm convinced that...